With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, first guest, uh, we welcome in, and it's nice of him to be here. He asked to be the first guest, and uh, I said, absolutely. I'd be honored if he's the first guest, and that, of course, is A-Rod. A-Rod, welcome. How are you? Mike, what's happening? Welcome back, man. Thank you. Good to talk to you, A-Rod. How are things? Well, I told you I was one of your last guests when I left, and I said, if you ever come back, I want to be one of your first. Well, so. you are the first, so <laughs> absolutely. And I know that uh, there were some forces that tried to keep you from coming to the program today, so I thank you for uh, telling them no way and coming to the program as planned. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. I keep my promises, and uh, obviously a big fan of you and your show, and uh, New York sports needs you. <laughs> well, that's nice. That, well, tell me, first of all, how's the gig going? How's it going? It's going great. I mean, Matt and Jessica have been just an absolute blast to work with, um, collaborating with them. You know, it's not just Sundays. Like, we have our, our our Thursday calls, and we're constantly talking and communicating. And it's it's really fun when you can spend that much time and energy prepping for two teams. And uh, it's, it's kind of our Sunday night. Uh, for us, it's like our football night, right, is you get the one night where it's exclusive, and you get the best you know, best game of the week, and, and we're doing, uh, we're having a lot of fun. Do you like working this much? I mean, that was obviously, you've done the postseason, you got rave reviews. Do you like working this much on a, on a weekly basis, having to travel as much as you are? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, the travel is a bit challenging, but uh, so far, so good. Again, it's a new challenge. It's a lot different than studio work, but it helps when we have, uh, you know, great producers, Matt and Jessica, our all-stars or what they do, and uh, you know, it helps having a veteran like Matt kind of leading the way for us as well. All right, we're talking with, obviously, the familiar voice of Alex Rodriguez. A-Rod joins us here as our first guest back, and let me ask you about a couple of guys here. Give me your thoughts. Uh, Atani, what have you seen? What do you, what, what's, your, what's your opinion? I mean, uh, off the charts. I mean, he hit a ball at Severino on Friday night last week where it was 97 miles an hour in off the plate, and the thing just took off like uh, a launch shot. It was like a strawberry shot. And there's probably a handful of people in the world that can do that of Severino right now. And then if you think about him pitching 101, 102 with a split finger that looks like Mike Scott or Roger Clemens, again, a handful of people in the world can do that. So the combination, it'll be fascinating to see how he matures. Uh, Glaber Torres. You know, Roberto Alomar. That's who he looks like. That's who he, it's like the spinning image. It's, boy, I, I hope so for our case, right? I mean, that, that'll be amazing. But he has that, you know, maturity. He's a young, young guy, but he has the maturity of a, of a 30-year-old. He looks and feels like he's been there for 10 years, and that's rare to say. But I think defensively, it is a great match for this team. This team needs defense. Uh, defense has that's the one part of the game that's been very bad for the Yankees, and he really uh, is an injection of, uh, of good energy for them. We're talking with A-Rod, and there's a lot of new guys and a lot of new faces in baseball, young guys. First of all, Judge, I guess he didn't hear the sophomore jinx, huh? I guess not, huh? 
<laughs> no, no. You know, I, I think Stanton has been a, a beneficiary of, I'm sorry, Judge has been a beneficiary of Stanton and the new additions. I mean, he's kind of just gone right under the radar. He's hitting second, and he is getting better each and every day. Um, when you when you talk about guys who have emerged, Didi has gone to another level. Now, we've watched him from the days where he came to the Yankees, did not even know how to run the bases, looked like he had no baseball instincts. I know there were those days where I was at the stadium some days early in those days. Uh, I heard other people talking about it. We talked about it. You and Beltran on the field schooling this guy. I mean, he had to replace Jeter, which was very tough. Now he has flowered into this virtual budding superstar player. How about Didi's emergence? It's been something uh, that I've been amazed watching. Very close, being his teammate. You know, give Brian Cashman a lot of credit. He coveted Didi years before he actually bagged the elephant. And what I like about Didi, I mean, here's a guy that fell flat on his face, to your point, Mike, the first month. I've never seen a player. I, I, I was really nervous for him when I would go out there and work with him. Uh, he and, couldn't you know, even run the bases. He could not stay on his feet. I mean, he would just fall on his face. He wasn't hitting. He couldn't catch a ground ball. And I said, oh, boy. And, uh, you know, today he's emerged as uh, he's playing as the MVP, potential triple crown winner. And he's a guy that uh, if he ever gets to be a free agent, he he is going to command dollars that are probably going to be at the Machado if he keeps up. You know, it's amazing what he's become. And, And clutch, big spots, big home runs, big spots. You know, every time you get him in a big spot, he seems to produce. It's unbelievable what he's done. The reason why I like Didi is the combination of power, contact, gold glove defender abilities. And if you think about the late 90s and all the great clutch hitters, it was the Paul O'Neills. It was the Bernie Williams. It was the Tina Martinez. It was people that can put the barrel on the baseball when the bright lights were on. That's who T.D. Gregorius is for the Yankees. How about these young guys on the Braves? And we're talking about A-Rod, of course. How about these young guys, uh, these Ozzie Albies and these guys on the Braves? they got some very good young players. Say it again, Mike. What the play? guys on the Braves, the young guys, the guy yeah. Albies, and then the, uh, you got the, the kid in the minors who hasn't come up yet, who's, uh, Omar told me, is the best young player in, ba- in baseball. I mean, the best talent in all of baseball. Mike, there's, first of all, there's talent spread all over baseball, and it seems like they're all under the age of 25. Every week we go and see a new player. I have not seen the, the Braves young player. I cannot wait to see him, especially in person. But it's 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 a golden age for for young players in the game today. Yeah, and and in spring training, I was down there, and Omar said, "You see this kid over here." Okuna is the best talent in all of baseball. I know he's up now. They just brought him up, I believe. He's he, Omar told me that he is the best talent at twenty in all of baseball. Well, I mean, listen, Omar is one of the best talent evaluators of our generation, so that's a hell of a compliment. I can't wait to see him. I have not seen him, so I can't speak about him. But uh, Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah. You, you know, you're on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, you, you know, I wasn't until yesterday, uh, Eli. You know, I, I, I started this. I, I've been wanting to start an app for a while, and and that's where I decided to put a lot of stuff which we have coming out in the months to come. But 
in working with my new partners, they put me on all this stuff, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. And as of last night, that's the first time we were on there because it's the first time we launched the collect names for the app that we're going to have. And we're, it's going to launch in, in August. It's going to be, uh, we got some fun stuff and I'm working with the CA guys. Uh, uh, they're my partners and they put me on all this stuff and they know a lot more about it than I do, but I just uh, do what they asked me to do as far as the information and the editorial stuff and they take care of the rest of it. I, I love it. You're like a Stanford grad. Tech, technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to get there if I had to get there myself. I can tell you that, A-Rod. But as long as I got someone handling for me, I'm okay. So uh, from that standpoint, it's, uh, it's going to be fun because I, what I noticed was Everybody is controlling everything now through these apps. That's the way everything's going to be done. And, and everything, TV shows and all different networks and everything else is going to be through these apps. Uh, you're not lying. It is content is king. So tell me, how is, uh, how is life uh, as, the, uh, as part of the biggest celebrity couple in the, uh, in the country? How does that work? I don't know. They just tell me what to do and I do it, you know. <laughs> You get, all, you get, can all, you, can you, can you hide from that stuff or what? Can you hide from that kind of stuff or what? Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to, but you know, we, we embrace it. I mean, the other thing is like, we went down to Puerto Rico, Mike, and raised $35 million. And, and that's the other side of that coin. You're able to, to do a lot of good in the world too. And that was something we, we, we enjoyed going down there and, spending time with the people of Puerto Rico. What team, we're talking with Alex Rodriguez, of course, what team right now, are the Astros the best team in baseball? Is there anybody else that impresses you? What do you see right now as far as the Red Sox, the Astros? Uh, you know, the Indians haven't gotten off to the fastest start. What team impresses you the most so far? Look, if you look at the first two weeks, Alex Cora and the Red Sox were the best team. If you looked at, you know, what's happened over the last 10 days, there's no better team than the Yankees. Um, here's what it's going to come down to. Uh, it, it's like the stock market. It goes up and down, up and down. The one that's going to drink champagne in late October is who has the best pitching. Ultimately, can the Yankees beat the Houston Astros in a Game 7 with Justin Verlander on the mound or a guy like you know, Charlie Morton? Uh, it doesn't matter all the noise that happens from here to there. It's all volatile. It's all white noise. It is all about who wins the sweepstakes in late July? Last year, it was the Houston Astros, Jim Crane, and Jeff Luna at the 11th hour purchased or acquired Justin Verlander, and that led to the first championship. I have to admit, I'm shocked at Verlander. Uh, I would not have expected him to get back to this level. He did not look like this as a Tiger late. He did not look like this pitcher. Since he's gone there, he's been unbelievable. He was the difference last year in the postseason. Uh, now, they got a lot out of Morton. They got a lot out of McCullers. Yeah, uh, they definitely did. They got a lot out of Morton last night again. So he's gone to a different level. But Verlander was the difference. And I'm shocked. He, and he's come out of the gate great again this year. I'm shocked he had this much left. Yeah, Verlander's been an amazing story. I mean, talk about second act. Um, he, we, he talked to us in the World Series last year about him getting healthy uh, and really working on some things mechanically, which he was up to the back of the mid-90s. The breaking ball was great, change-up. He was also in great shape, and, and there is a maturity, uh, a, a coating of maturity around Berlin that I hadn't seen in years. So it's been the perfect storm. The, the other thing about the Astros, to, to really watch them, because they are the front runners to, to win again, the reason why they're number one in strikeouts, 
and offensively they don't strike out. So they're number one in contact. That's a lethal combination. They're pitching. They're starting pitching that is is really good right now. And I don't love their bullpen. They seem to have enough last year they just you know in the postseason we know they went away completely from their bullpen so I think they could use another guy there the Yankees are going to have to go out and get pitchers there's no question they might have to go out and get two pitchers I mean so they're going to have to really dip into the system to get some pitchers down the stretch I think that's pretty obvious now yeah I think the pitch look anybody will take more pitching probably the only ones that do not need more pitching are the Astros as far as starters they do need a bullpen guy to your point but I got to tell you, CeCe Sabathia with his new cutter, uh, he, he is going to be uh, someone who's going to be a great asset, maybe say game two, three, uh, probably game three for, for the Yankees. But a left-hander is always good to turn that lineup over. You saw what Wells and Pettit did in the late 90s. Um, it, it should be fun. It should be fun to watch. You, you know, the other thing, Mike, about the cutter in particular, you know, you look at a guy like Jamie Moyer who pitched till he was 49 years old. It was the cutter. Not the changeup that allowed him to extend his career another nine or ten years. Well, CC amazes me too because you don't know if a guy's going to be able to do that. If he's going to be able to learn the pitch and refine his game as much as he has to from the power pitcher, he's done an incredible job with that. He really has. He's really taken to it, and now he's he's on a different level as a pitcher again. I mean, he can pitch as long as his knee allows him and his body allows him to pitch. If he wants to pitch another three years, I mean, he put on a clinic. On uh, on Sunday, it was it was a beautiful thing to watch, and it wasn't he wasn't even sweating. Yeah, you know it's amazing. Uh, the the game right now. I mean, there's too many strikeouts. We know that. But the game right now has got a lot of great, incredible young players in it. I mean, it's amazing how many good young players there are in the sport right now. There is, Mike. And you know what? If you're a contrarian and you're a front office and you're able to go against the grain. And you're right, you'll get paid off in a big way. I mean, if you think about players like Justin Turner and Daniel Murphy and Altuve and Didi, uh, these players are being paid 10 to $12 million. I would reverse it. Those are the guys that will be making 28 for me because those are the guys you win with in October. The swing and miss guys, it is impossible to win late in October with those guys. How do you think Stanton will do this year? Well, will he have a knockout year, or do you think he'll have a little problem this year? I think he's going to do very well for two reasons. Number one, you're in the middle of probably the best offense in baseball, an offensive juggernaut. Um, your best hitter is hitting fifth in Gary Sanchez, so hitting is contagious. And number two, you're playing in a bandbox in Yankee Stadium that has yielded the most home runs since 2015. And he's just too strong. It won't hold him down. Well, listen, uh, pleasure to have you on. I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, it's nice of you to come on and be the first guy and think of us. So thanks. We'll chat along the way, but thanks very much for coming on. You got it, Mike. Welcome back. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, back after this.